today's topic with Sarah, Amanda, and Rico is which one that's a different Queen Rico. Oh, I'm sorry, Queen Rico. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a good introduction. You're welcome. So yeah. it's episode 12, and we're talking about love. And so we all just got done uh, doing uh, the little love language quiz just to kind of get an idea. Not that like that's something you should totally go off of, but I thought it would be something fun to add in. So um, what's been going on with y'all the last almost what week and a half since what we last recorded? What did I do? I'm tired. I Go ahead, Rico. Please, go no, ahead, please, Rico. Thank you. I've been working and dealing with Cunt Cat. That's it. Oh, Cunt Cat. That's her nickname. Cat. That's her new nickname as she sits right in front of me laying down. Fucking bitch. <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Um, last week, I was tired because of the full moon. Okay. Man, seriously, I was exhausted. I was laid out for like two, three days. That that took me like probably sleep during work almost type stuff. Yes, yes. Um, and then we had a amazing birthday celebration with Amanda. No, I had a whole good good ass birthday week. I'm gonna be real with you. That was like an excellent birthday week. It was. I mean, like I uh, what the day of my birthday, I took it off. I went and got my nails did. I went and ate by myself out here in where I stay in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and uh, and then then like had a uh, went and seen the new Black Panther. Uh, cause had a little day. Yeah, uh, we had a little date, went out there and seen that, and it was actually really good. That was a good movie. I mean, did you just say date? Yes. Okay. Look at you. Yeah. Hmm. It's about fucking time she tried to date again. Trying to uh, see about. I know, she is way too pretty to be sitting at home alone. You men need to get it together because these men. That wasn't me. It wasn't me. (laughs) What did you say, Rico? I said that kind of attitude is why. Never mind. Look, look. (laughs) Real deal. If I really had that attitude about these men, would I be having all these? I've been going on a lot of dates lately, so. Sorry. Where's your shot glass? You were supposed to show the crowd. Oh, it's it's over there. I forgot. But yeah. So went and seen Black Panther. It was really, really good. It was worth, I mean, it was like a two and a what, two and a half hours or something. Oh hell no. Yeah. But um you know, I, I was it went by pretty fast to me, but it was good. And I cried, I got a little tear on the left side at the end of the movie. But good movie. Um, because like they have like they they put in the mix that uh what was it like the aztec uh 
Aztec people, you know, from Mexico and stuff as the, like, I guess they were the villains, but they really, you know, they were the antagonists or whatever of the storyline. So it's really good. But, um, and then of course we went in, had a good celebration on Saturday, did the escape room. And um, we did this escape room with, uh, where it was like based on the hangover and you're trying to solve all the puzzles to get the groom to the wedding type situation. And so the room was set up looking like a hotel room and we got through quite a bit of puzzles. I would say mostly thankfully thankful to, to Sarah because she's actually really good at it. Not saying I didn't help, but I, I helped somewhat, okay? <laughs> But the thing was, is we yeah, got the in the bathroom and we had to come back out of the bathroom to press the little help button for a hint. And I went ahead of her and I don't know how this happened, but I heard the biggest bang ever. And then, a, ah! and then she's, I turn around and her ass is on the ground and then she's busting out laughing. And I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? And then she's like, I fell right into it. I'm like, what the hell happened? So she ran into this like armor thingy. And it was so bad that the people that run the whole fucking business. Wait, wait, wait. Before you even go there. Hold on. Let me just, let me tell this part. Because it's really funny. Because in my mind, I was, it was funny. So I'm on the floor. Amanda's over there hitting the hint button while we're cracking up laughing because, you know. I can't get up yet because my mom's getting my knee, okay? Like, and we're over there with our arms up waiting for this hint. And I'm still on the floor. And and I'm waiting for it. And all I see on the screen is, are you okay? And in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck kind of hint is that? <laughs> I knew it was them trying to ask if she was okay. <laughs> no. They were legitimately concerned. And she's like, I don't understand this hint. <laughs> I, really I was like, wait, what? And I said, no, they're asking, are you okay? <laughs> We're trying to beat the clock here. We don't have time for this. Are you okay? I got time for this. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, she, it was, uh, uh, we ended up beating the game or getting the handcuffs and getting winning it with 13 minutes to spare, but it was a good time. And then obviously we ended up going into Austin and did a little karaoke. Sarah took over the mic and would not let it go. She literally put on a halftime performance show, pulled out a chair, stood on it, like sat all over it backwards and shit. It was so interesting. <laughs> she had a like she was like doing it it wasn't even just this it was like all <laughs> yeah so um had that and you know had a great time the rest of the night went out and had and and Try to shake a little ass. Ended up in a VIP section somewhere. But great night. And I appreciate everybody that came out and celebrated with me. Um, I can say that 42 is uh, 
starting off right. Too bad Rico wasn't there, but you were there in spirit. Yes, it would have been even more epic with Rico there. I was there. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> All right, so outside of that, the only thing that was happening in the astrology arena is the full moon. Oh, wait, didn't they say like uh, Venus moved over from Sagittarius to Capricorn on the 9th? Yes, and then so, we're getting, we're coming up to um, Mercury retrograde here in about a week. Oh, that part. Mercury so Venus going into Capricorns, kind of focusing in on love, which kind of goes with tonight's episode, huh? Riga's like, what the fuck ever? <laughs> you know what it is? It's because you're not addressing him as queen. Excuse Rico. me, queen, Rico? It's your majesty. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what all the search history was for? So we'd know how to bow properly? Okay. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So yeah, uh, you know, us going into that. Uh, Venus and Capricorn means like everyone's gonna be start evaluating, um, making a more solid commitment with somebody or anything happening in their life. I mean, Venus represents love, but it also represents beauty and whatever other i can't remember do you, you said because you know uh, what taurus is ruled by venus taurus and libra are both ruled but by what are they what is venus overall like it's it's love outside of love though beauty i know that art maybe maybe the big thing with it being in capricorn is if you are currently like in a relationship or a situationship or whatever that bullshit, you're gonna be wanting to have um, something more, more solidified. So, so it's basically what you said. So, it is um, governs courtships and adoration, as well as personal taste and aesthetics. That's there what. Go. And Sagittarius, we like to self do self adoration, don't we, Queen Rico? Your Majesty. <laughs> and yes, we, definitely love, we do love to be like we love self adoration because I will tell you nobody loves Rico like Queen Rico. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on right now. Then adding Mercury retrograde into the mix, which we're currently in the pre-shadow. So then what it goes, Mercury goes actually into retrograde on December 29th. So don't be surprised if you start hearing from some exes again or something. I already heard. Um, what? Wait, what? Yeah, well, y'all don't talk to me that much, so y'all don't like know. Oh, okay. oh is somebody feeling jealous? It's okay. about, I'm speaking facts, not jealousy. Okay, what X? What X, Victor? Fuck it, Victor. <laughs> oh, the one. He only. And here, I was worried about somebody else hitting me up. <laughs> like, you got that one. I heard. Well, 
I read something on Twitter where they were talking about like um it's gonna be kind of something similar to 2019, late 2019, some things. I don't need to go back to 2019. I ain't trying to go back to 2019 either. Me either. Believe me, when I read that, I was like, hell no. Hell no. Oh, no, no. That's back when I was sucking dick in Brooklyn. We don't need to talk about that. So, uh, yeah, that's what's up. All right. I'm sure um, I'm not the only one who has been in contact with the ex? Who? Who has been in contact with the ex? I don't know which way. Why are you lying? Is it me or him? Or is that me? Do the math. Do the math. Anyways, let's Wait, talk about the topic. Is it me? Let's talk about no, the topic. Let's know. talk about the topic. I'm going to talk about the topic. Topic. We're about to change the topic. <laughs> I want to know: is, is it me? Because I what X? How do you? Why do you feel it's you? Are you guilty? No, because I haven't had none. I wasn't. Maybe I wasn't talking about you. Everything isn't about you, Amanda. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Are you? Are you trying to refer to? A certain Libra, yeah. <laughs> How do you know I was referring to you either, Sarah? I could have been talking about somebody that we all know, or somebody that neither one of y'all know. <clears throat> y'all just totally yourselves. Oh my god, I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, I feel like Riga was trying to set us up with that one, and we didn't. But look, totally if y'all want to tell your business, go ahead. Anyway, moving on, moving on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Red book feedback. Go ahead, Sarah. All right. We know. We got competition. <laughs> that thinks what is competition? their competition. Okay? We know. We Who is it? Oh, we're not telling names. Just know that we know that you've been watching our content and trying to utilize it for yourselves. No, it's just it's well, great. whoever you are speaking of. Um, this is to that person. I want you to know that you don't really know shit. And I know, like we know, that you think you know us and you don't know anything about You it. can't be us. You could never be us. You can never be us. <laughs> so, when you watch this, you're going to know who you are. Okay? And I'm telling you right now, whoever you are, you don't fuck with the queen. And the girl. <laughs> the majesty. Yes. <laughs> Bow down. Bow down, bitch. Bow, bad lightning all. Bow the fuck down. <laughs> but that's pretty much it. That's all I got Bring, for the red book. I want to let our viewers know, um, me, Queen Rico, I broke my light, my stupid ass. And my... Uh, <laughs> little camera stand, which is why I am going handheld today, but I will be back very soon to the regular. Okay. All right, so Amanda, what are we talking about? All right, so 
episode is on what's love got to do with it. So what is love? So I was thinking, like, how do we define love? Because I really I don't like, define think it. everyone defines everything a little different. And I'm talking about romantic love. I have no romantic feelings. I don't feel love. I don't have love. I love myself, my family, and my cat, and a few of my friends. I understand, Rico, because I don't. I don't feel love. I haven't felt real love, and I couldn't tell you. So I don't know what it's like anymore. I don't even know how to define it to know what it really feels like. It's I just feel right in the love. Huh? How do you I find love? I, love? I mean, I know I am love. Like, so maybe that's how it is. Is if you um if you know how love is for yourself, then you're gonna know how it is when you encounter it with another, right? I would say so, yes. Because I I, I, well, that's what it is. Uh I guess the understanding is, and I don't know this 100 percent because obviously I haven't been in love since I started my own spiritual path and healing. So I don't really know what it looks like at this stage of my life. I know what it looks like when you're in a toxic thing or working out of a toxic pattern, right? Yeah. So I know what it looks like there, but I I don't know what it looks like in a healthy way. So, but I my understanding is is if you're if you've done a lot of work on yourself and you know how to love yourself properly, then, you know, when they talk about law of attraction, you're going to attract that type of love to you. So, I don't know. Here's the praying that it happens that way. Close enough. <laughs> um, so, have, uh, the next question was, have you ever been in love? No. Um, Not even close? No. Not even like, I have a lot of feelings for you? I've loved someone, but I don't think I've ever been in love. Like, you don't know? It, it wasn't like that euphoric, weird, like, feeling that people describe? No. Sarah, what about you? I think I She's have. What? what? <laughs> She's been in love. I've been in Sarah's house. It just says heartbroken woman. She's been in love. This man really just said, I've been in her house. And <laughs> 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 uh, are you talking about my, my signs on my wall? My signs have nothing to do with romantic love. <laughs> Amanda, I could taste the heartbreak in the meatloaf or pot roast. <laughs> I taste the heartbreak. Her heart broken, my heart burned. <laughs> that was the tequila earlier. <laughs> Oh my god. Sarah, you hurt too. Oh, I hurt I hurt others? 
I said you hurt too. <laughs> Sarah looks so lost. <laughs> Anywho, are you crying? Why do you look like you're about to cry? Ooh. Do you guys think there's a difference no. between in love and love itself? Yes. I mean, like, yeah, I've definitely, I love you. a lot of people, but I've never been in love with a man. So, absolutely. I've loved but some men, but I wasn't. At the time, you thought, oh, I'm really in love with this person. And then after you look at, back on it, you're like, that wasn't really love. I, no, yeah, I, those situations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Because I think I can sit here and go back and say, I love them, but it wasn't like in love. Or is it just because that was the stage of your life at that point, you know, your experience? I think it was I mean, think about it. Like, you know how people always talk about they had a first love and and the way it felt. Yeah, I think that maybe a little bit of infatuation and um uh kind of blinds what you know at the at back then and at that age and not really understanding what it is and hormones. <laughs> And, oh, uh, I was you know, really Amanda, Amanda's like, yeah, the whole time I was just stigmatized, and then I look back, and then I realized I was just infatuated with all that. It wasn't real love. No, but I'm like for my own. Amanda don't know what she feels, Sarah. It changes. It changes often. I'm not gonna lie. I think we all think we have this idea of what love is. And we just need to like get rid of that idea. I just want to like, yeah, I have, I think the best thing to do is get rid of certain expectations. And uh -huh. unfortunately, like Rico, he don't give a fuck either way. <laughs> he has zero expectations. And I love that because that's really how it should be. Because as women, we tend to get all caught up in this thing. And maybe it's just the way society and how we were raised to look at love like in movies and shows, it looks a certain kind of way. And so we've had to remove some of the disillusions that were painted of this romantic thing that is not really how life really is. Right. Because you do a lot more working together with that person and being able to work through difficulties. I think that's where the real love is. It's yeah. the work you putting into it and choosing to keep being with somebody. Because love, there's some days I can say I wasn't in love with the person. And then on another day, we'd be like, yeah, we're all up. That's my man. You know what I mean? So it just, I think it just kind of. So day you in love and one day you aren't. I mean, not saying when I say I can love him, but not be in love. But one day you're in love and one day you aren't. Yeah, with the same person. Yeah, because it just depends. Huh? That's wishy-washy. I know. <laughs> like that's it probably sounds a little more like bipolar, but. What? I'll be nice, but I. <laughs> oh, Sarah diagnosed. Okay. You know what? Dr. Sarah, I love it. Whatever. I'm gonna be, I ain't say nothing else. Hey, no, no. You got uh food over there in no that that container right there on the counter is for you. Um sorry. Uh, Brayden. <laughs> I'm 
just like, what just happened? Amanda went into ethnic mother mode in the moment of a filming. I just didn't want him cooking this food. Don't cook that food. There's food on the counter for you that I bought. That boy don't cook. He microwaves. He's cooking something else. Stop arguing with me with my son. (laughs) Arguing with you with your son. I'm just, I didn't know he cooks. He's messing with the uh, air fryer. Oh, no. Yeah, he's trying to heat up some hot dogs. I'm like, no. Oh. I got, I literally bought him some enchiladas. He has a whole meal sitting there. Mm-hmm. See, we just went off. <laughs> totally off topic. Back <laughs> <laughs> oh, to love. Amanda. She was like, don't be telling me nothing about my motherfucking son. <laughs> I'm like, girl, wait a minute, hold on. I wasn't even trying to do all that. Like, I would never. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Oh my God. Girl. Now it- <laughs> the F- girl, Mexi Manda came out. <laughs> I said Mexi Manda came oh out. Oh my God. It, yeah, I was waiting for the chocolate to come on. <laughs> Girl, that Tijuana came out quick, honey. I was about to become a taco. Oh my god! She's gonna grill my ass. See, that's the real shit. We ain't even gonna do. We're not even gonna delete this out of here. It is what it is. Oh boy! Uh, back but to no, I do want to say. I do have to say. I would never interfere between you and your children. That I would not do. I don't cross that line. No, I know that, hun. I so I don't that. want you to think that. No, no, because I really, I don't really don't want you to think that. No, I know that. <laughs> okay, good. So, <laughs> does y'all want to sit here and tell me that I'm wishy-washy? No, there's some days, and you can sit there and admit it too, Sarah, and you did last week. Where you will be with a person, you you can love them, but there's days you do not love them. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I think I think, and that. I think men have the same thing with us. So it's not like it's not. I just think real love is demonstrated and and created when you are choosing to stay to be and commit with a person and to keep loving them, even when it's not their good stuff. Now that's not saying you put up with bad behaviors, but it's saying, you know what? I still like you. I still love you when you are this way. Because no one is perfect. And I think that's the real love. I don't know if that means that's also in love. And one day I might be able to experience that and say, yeah, yeah, now I know this is it for me by, based on my experience, but I don't know. So that kind of made me think about something. You know how people talk about unconditional love? No. I think that's even possible. Yes, I think unconditional love is possible. I don't think it is with a partner. I don't think it is either. I think it's possible with your children 
and your family, like your mother, your children, things like that. But no, not my mother. <laughs> not my mother. I'll say that. No. But, well, so for me, it is with my mother. Well, I um no because uh, I think it depends on what you how you were raised up by that person. Oh, absolutely. I think it it one hundred percent depends on that. Yeah, one hundred percent. I agree with that whole. And I do think that unconditional love can exist, like when you're a child with your parents, for, while you're being raised, but also with your children as you're raising them. But eventually, once we grow in, into adults, I think that's where it kind of wavers. I think it also depends on the relationship you have with that child. If you are a good child and you turn out to be okay, I'm not going to go that. Do that, that route. I think, it, like, okay, I can only use myself as an yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, you have your experience, so. Yeah, like, so I, like, I can get that, but I can definitely understand why everyone wouldn't feel that way. You know. Yeah, um, but I, I do, I do think that that's not true with a partner. No, I believe like, that's true. There's no way you can have unconditional love. Like, the thought crossed my, my mind like I could, but there's no way there's only some kind of condition, some kind of compromise, some kind of agreements that you come to when you're committing to another person. And and that's why I think that if you're with somebody and you choose to be committed to one another and that person does certain things to you, that's that's going to impact it to make it where it, sw- it, it turns into conditional. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm going to love you based on these conditions. No, I think that conditional love is a conditional thing, except for the examples I named. And animals, too. Yeah, oh, animals all the way. That's totally, yeah, because they don't know nothing. Because I unconditionally love this stupid bitch, but she pisses me off every day. Bitch fucked up my coat. Well, okay, so if you actually look up the definition of unconditional love, mm-hmm. it actually says, so just so we're all yeah. Um, simply put, is love without strings attached. It's love you offer freely. So it's not, but even though like there are conditions within, like if you're in a relationship, and you have conditions with inside the relationship because things are going to happen regardless. It's when you're offering love freely, even when stuff like that happens. Yeah. That's what loving unconditional is. I feel like I have given unconditional love to certain relationships that I have had, even when shit was at its worst. Okay. I can see that point of view. So, for me, my version of unconditional love is is that. So can I ask you a question? Or a question for both of you, actually. But it's more aimed at Sarah, because you, you're the one who stated that you believe in it. Do you believe that unconditional love is a healthy thing? It can be if you're, if one, you and that person work through what it is. Mm-hmm. And you're able to forgive certain things. I'm not saying let everything go, but 
you can still offer unconditional love to somebody. I guess I can see that point of view in the sense because it's similar to I think you can offer unconditional love like you mentioned if you learn how to attach and detach. Mm -hmm. So as long as you you can say I'm offering you this love I will always love you this way but I will not do it at the demise of my own love. So if if that's um, so that's where that phrase love from afar comes into play because you can still love somebody you just know that we can't that person can't be in your life yeah so i can see it from that point of view me too so okay all right cool look at us we kind of talked through that yeah okay okay (laughs) you're still a kind (laughs) oh shit Just because we agree, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, cool. Shit. (laughs) That's Rico's unconditional love to you. It is. That's his love talk. (laughs) You're literally the only person I call a cunt out of love. Anybody else? It's fucking funny because it's like like when uh, Brayden would go and pet on Romeo, the cat, and, and Romeo would bite him. And then he's like, it's okay. It's just a love bite. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, no, he really don't fucking like you. He don't fuck with you like that. But I'm like, I ain't telling that. <laughs> well, fuck that. Yeah. So, okay. So, the next question I have was, how how is love used as escapism in our culture? So, if we meet the one because obviously we have this idea that uh, a lot of people in uh in general mostly it is generally women i will be honest but you have some men but mostly it's women that have been raised up on that culture that if you meet the one they're going to come and rescue you from the life that you live and it's going to be happily ever after and so what are your guys' thoughts on that whole thing that people do? This is kind of like what I was talking about with um, certain friends that get caught up in the what we called relationship-centered. <laughs> Where, you know, literally as soon as they fucking find them a man, deuces to their friends until the man fucks up. So... What do you guys think? Uh, I think that the whole escapism and trying to be rescued thing falls hand in hand with those people that are relationship centered. So um, what are your guys' thoughts? I agree with that. And I think those are people who are unevolved. Mm-hmm. They, they're living in a fairy tale like Disney princess fairy tale land. I also think that that, that um, theory mostly, which I also believe in, mostly applies to women. Yeah, I agree. Mostly. Men don't look for a rescue. Women look for a man to, to for men to take care of them because of you know classic gender role bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just the truth. No, it's true. It is true. I mean, uh, depending on the woman, if she's not, I notice the ones that are not doing very well for themselves mm-hmm. 
are the ones expecting to be saved by a man to provide for them. Yeah. And I think that in, in some sense, men, you know, are the same way, but it's not really looking for a provider or a meal ticket or someone to take care of them. I think men do it looking for um, someone to... Okay, how can I put this? So you know the the phrase, behind every good man is a good woman. I think a lot of men don't know how to be men without a woman behind them. And what I mean is, like, you know, the shit that goes into, like, taking care of a house and to, like, you know, just keeping up here intact and all that. Men depend on women for that, just like women depend on men. That's the Talking about in the sense of a classic role. Yeah. You know, women depend on men, you know, to be a provider and all that and although yeah we have quote-unquote progressed in these times mm-hmm. let's keep it real there's still a lot of con- this is where i think our generation is so fucked up when it comes to romance and to love and finding relationships is because like you know we still have these old-fashioned values but we mix them with these new ways and it makes zero sense yep yeah zero sense you can't be a you know a a woman who who wants to be, you can't be independent. Da, 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 da. Oh, I'm a bad bitch. Da, da, da. I do this, I do that. But you depending on the man for a check and for or a a a, a a a fraction of his check every two weeks. Yeah, you know, just like you know, you can't be the man and da, 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 yet you know your life outside of work and the money you make is a one hundred percent disorganization. Hot mess. Yeah, it is. Hot mess. Yep. And like, you know, I don't know. I feel like, you know, we're in that age where our generation, I think our generation in particular, has it the worst with dating and love. Because just like you spoke earlier about, you know, the examples that we saw growing up, you spoke briefly on it, but I caught it and it resonated with me. Like, you know, we grew up watching these TV shows of two family households and this is what the idea of like, you know, family life, love and marriage and all that that we had in mind. Yet by the time we matured and it was time for us to find these things, it was a whole different culture and we didn't know how to respond to it. Yeah, because and let's so, be real, most I, things on TV, we don't see a lot of family type shows these days. We don't, we don't. And the, you know, the family dynamic has really changed overall and you know in multiple demographics so i think that um anybody from like 30 to 40 basically from me to you yeah no shade is like probably feeling that kind of frustration of you know (laughs) you did not even need to throw that extra in there we i'm not offended that i'm 42 damn it I would be shit. Rico! And that was nothing against you. I just wouldn't. That was I, actual shade right there. <laughs> what the fuck? How is that not shade? He said I would. I would. Shit, I'm offended that I'm 32. I'm glad I made it, and I hope I got many years to come, and I'm glad I look great for my I, age. I, I look great for my age. You do, but you a fossil. Just like the other night when you was talking shit about me having a senior citizen discount. 
can't wait. Yeah, bitch, you only eight years away from I can't fucking wait for AARP. I can't wait for those of you motherfuckers who don't know when you and get the senior citizens you can get AARP benefits. Huh? Can't wait. Get thirty percent off. You shouldn't wait. Like, bitch, get out of here. That's a great benefit. You should be excited about that. Better apply now to your wait list. I don't need to be applied. It'll come. And then, and another thirteen years, you can go to IHOP and get pancakes for cheap too. Yo, fuck IHOP. Fuck IHOP. But Denny's, yes, I will use that menu. You know what? She is an old soul because she do be eating at Denny's, man. (laughs) She's an old soul. She's an old woman. Yo, man, fuck y'all. Just like this other person who's been talking to me, he keep calling me grandma. Amanda, you old, but you look good. Except and then he told me tonight to just, he's like, man, F this. Take off that moo and let's go out tonight. <laughs> Not a moo <laughs> Girl, you were 42 for five minutes. We was talking about you being old last year. Vixen voice. <laughs> stop, stop. That's what we'll say it. Facebook. So, um, so 
the idea is to learn that people are people. We have to learn each other's communication styles and how we feel to express our needs. And so if you're really like, I think this generally kind of breaks it down on what, what real love should be in, in theory, <laughs> hopefully in practice. And so she said, the first one is um, responsibility of your own happiness. And I agree with that, right? We should, we're all responsible for our own happiness. It doesn't matter. I always say happiness is a choice. That part, yes. So that means self-care, self-love, meeting our own needs, because that actually helps us be more um, emotionally available for the other people. And I've said that all the time. Like, if your cup is empty, you can't, you can't do nothing for anybody else. You keep overspilling into other people and your cup's empty, you ain't got shit left. So this is where I've said it before to many of my friends, and I ain't talking about y'all. Well, maybe you <coughs> were in the beginning. You got friends. other friends? Huh? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but boundaries, practicing boundaries with people, with your family members, especially our family because they're the first ones to fucking seep us dry. Okay, so practice that because the more self-love you do, then you can practice that with your partner. So the other one was um, speak our needs directly. So say what you want and or need, even if it's hard or uncomfortable, you should be able to say what you need to the your partner. And that's one thing I have learned. If I can't if I don't have the safety or the comfortability to say what I need from another person, they're not for me. And that's a hard lesson or lesson that I had to learn in the last couple of years dealing with people. So that's the, that's number two. Um, number three was give space as needed. So understanding that space is necessary for an emotionally healthy person. So no, you don't need to be all up under somebody's fucking ass. If you can't give your partner the space they need to process, as well as you take space for yourself, you got some more shit going on that you need to fucking work through. That's so funny that you say that. Why? Because my um, little, one of my, my the style that came in least for me, Mm-hmm. It's quality time. So that means if you're dating me, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I'm like dead ass because I know me. I need my space. For me. I love my space. I need my own personal time. Why do you think? And I didn't know this, and and I learned it later. My bedroom became my space, and I would go in my room and just shut the fucking door and get away from everybody because I needed the. I know, bitch, you did it to me when I was a guest. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, hey, so I'm going to bed now. Girl, she left me up in there with tacos and shit. (laughs) Sarah's like, you know what? She's done it to me, too. (laughs) Yeah, Sarah, girl. Sarah's at this point, point, her ass is like, fuck it, bust up in the room like gumbo. (laughs) 
Wow. I'm coming to lay down too, bitch. Move over. But you know what? Rico did do that to me one night. We ended up hanging out in my bed. Talking. So, you know, it's just, I need that. That's my safe haven for me personally. So that's, yeah. that's the, that's one of the things. Okay. The other thing is forgiveness. So learning, understanding that you need to forgive each other when we're not our best versions. We don't expect perfection. We accept others' flaws. So in order to have healthy, good love, you got to say, understand that everyone has the red flags. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everyone. And I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm fucking tired of these women. These women. Let me be clear. Who Ooh, a revelation. That, oh, that's a red flag. Oh, that's a red flag. Or that's a red flag. It's so fucking aggravating. It is. Stop looking for red flags. It's kind of like what I said to a feminine ass dude that I used to know. Why don't was you it the Virgo with the vixen flags? voice? Was it the Virgo? With the... I ain't talking about you, Rico. <laughs> you don't look for you don't look for any flags. She didn't catch it. She didn't catch it. What did he say? I said, was it the Virgo with the vixen voice? No, no. It was the the C word. Oh, God. Oh, oh the crazy cancer. <laughs> the one that was uh, talking about all the piss in the dating pool that he got from a woman. A woman. That's why I said he was very in his feminine energy and it was so apparent. He was a cunt. Fuck him. <laughs> Yeah, a cancerous cunt. <laughs> so outside of that, the next one is staying connected during conflict. So learning to understand that conflict happens, practice, um, to, that you need to practice active listening and openly communicate with one another. So understanding that it's a team thing, not a you versus me. So if you are really trying to have good love, that's part of it. We're going to have conflict and you need to be open to it. No stonewalling a motherfucker and saying you don't want to talk about it. Like, I understand if you need to take a break, we need to process something, come back, time out, whatever. But understand it's, it's not a, a, the whole defense mechanism stuff, recognizing when you're getting defensive with another person. Because you're not going to get nowhere when you're like that with another person. So um, then she said, uh, we create time together. That time to connect, no pressure, and be ourselves, making an effort to plan it and doing it. That is a big key to it. And like you and I, um, what was it, uh, Sarah? You said we like our, our big thing that came up on the love language was quality time. Yes. That's how you connect. That's how you become intimate with another person. It's not the sexual act. That's just a plus. It's the intimacy is in creating that time with another person and sharing it. Mm -hmm. So that's a big one. And then. What, what, time out. What was uh, y'all's love language? Y'all's uh, biggest one. Mine's, mine's actually quality time. Okay, so what's yours, Sarah? Mine is the same. What was you? What was your number one? Me. Did, it was quality time. 
No, that was the last one because I like to be left. <laughs> no, that, you got 0% on that one. Well, number one. I got 10% on that one. Okay. My biggest one coming in at 37% was acts of service because I'm a fucking queen and I like people doing shit for me. <laughs> Oh shit. Yeah, it came right in behind you because I do appreciate because you know how and that might be a sad thing. I don't know. What where was your access service, Sarah? 17%. Okay. Was it one, two, or three? Four. It was four. Okay. So it might be a sad thing because here's the thing. I don't know about you, you, Rico, but me, you know how hard it is for us to ask for people to do shit for us. So when yeah, I don't ask nobody for nothing. I really don't ask point. anybody. You don't ask anything. people to help us do anything. So no. when they do, it's like you just look at a person differently. I get emotional. Like it was yeah. funny because, like, I told you about how um, a close friend of mine, you know, bought me something for my house that I didn't have that I kind of needed, and I just was like, I could have bought it myself, but I was just taking my time. And like she got it for me, and it hit me like it's funny because it hit me earlier today before I got on this. Like maybe two hours before, I had texted her like, "Oh my god, like you really like did this for me? Like that is so kind." Like girl, I was in a crying. You know, I'm a thug. I don't cry about crying. <laughs> and I was definitely in a crying with my um white infidel. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I I agree. When I have somebody who goes out of their way, they see that I might be struggling or maybe I just need that little oomph, I value that so much more than somebody like buying me something or, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it used to be. So I can see that's why, because we don't like, we don't like asking for help. It's very No, we don't. I hate asking for help. Like it takes a lot for me to even ask my mother. Yeah. If I need it. Can't I agree. Do I don't. I do the same. So yeah, that is a big one. So, um, but I, I'll say, I think like acts of service on t- and gift gift giving for me is a big one. And it's not that it's important, but we were just talking about it because people don't get me. Sh- nobody gets me shit. Yeah, like you know well, what I'm saying. I so it's like, it, well, you- don't believe me. I value it. I do. I'm just. I'm also, and I was talking about that with Sarah. I have you have to be careful with buying me gifts because if it's something I know that I won't use, I can't show my gratitude. The gratitude doesn't show well <laughs> on my face. Note it, bitch. <laughs> I Note can't it. lie. <laughs> it sucks. So. Well- I know what the fuck to get you when I gotta get you a gift. <laughs> Nothing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. The next one, um, with having like how to have how to know what healthy love looks like is no pressure to meet the other person's needs. So we're interested and actively attempt to meet each other's needs on a regular basis, but we also find support outside of our partnership to have those needs met. So for example, understanding, and this is something I had learned in my marriage. I knew my husband could not meet all my needs. He just couldn't. 
And putting that pressure on another person is just not right. So there were certain needs that would mean I'd go get, you know, I'd go to my best friend for, or I'd go to my mother for. And what kind of need? I would say I knew like, did like bleh. my ex-husband, there's no way I could have sat there and talked to him about the gossip. Or if I wanted to complain about something. Or if I wanted to talk about a certain thing that I'm really interested in that I found out about that I know he's not really into. So you go in, you know, there's certain people that value those kind of thing interactions and that's where you get those needs met. And um, I think that most people don't understand that because your partner, while yes, it's great to say that's my best friend. They're not the only one in your life. You should be having other people in your life and cultivating relationships with other people. And I think that's that's where where I agree that healthy love that that's what it looks like. And your partner, your your spouse should be doing the same thing. And you shouldn't be getting jealous. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but you know, do your best. But you know how I'm going to be real with you. I think most women think that it's okay for them to have find like all these other outlets for their emotional needs. <laughs> but if their man was to do that, they would be bothered by it. I think that is a trust thing. Oh, yeah. And there's a good majority of women that don't trust it. Because mm. I've heard some women say that their man's not allowed to have female friends at all. I think that is so crazy to me when people say, like, oh, you know, female friends and male friends. To me, that says trust issues because I don't know. If, imagine me. Like, maybe it's different for us gay folk, but I can't be with a man and tell him he can't have other gay dude friends. Like, I'm not, that's not realistic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I guess maybe it is different for y'all, but if you trust your partner, you won't have to be threatened by their friends. The, I have no problem with my partner having female friends as long as it's, like, say if it's a, old, a friend that they had before I ever existed. <sighs> As long as they introduce me to that friend, like you're going to see certain dynamics between people and know whether it's more or not. Definitely. Yeah. And I do think that, you know, I would probably place a boundary yeah. with these friends, but I'm not going to tell you you can't have them. Correct. Like that's crazy. And I wouldn't even feel right that with that coming out of my mouth because you're definitely not going to tell me who the fuck I can and can't be friends with. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. Not going to happen. Thank you. I like if I'm friends with a, a dude 20 years and I have a lot of guy friends, straight guy friends even. Shit, like I'm, I'm a guy's gay. You know, say I have a, a, my best friend. We've been friends since our junior year in high school. He's my best fucking friend. I love him to death. Like, like, love his dirty fucking draws. That's my boy. 
if I get married to a dude or get with somebody, whatever, and he tells me that he's a problem, well, guess what? You're you're going. He's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to happen. You you can you either learn to adjust or you can get the fuck on. He's not going nowhere. That's my boy. Like, yep. He's been here for every fucking wet, every storm. Like, no, I'm not giving that up. And just like with any other man, guy friend, whatever I want in my life, like, I ain't fucking these dudes. I'm fucking with you. Like, that's why we're together. He, Our friendship was innocent before it remained innocent. I, I will respect you enough to only deal with them in your presence and to, you know, adhere to a, a, a form of boundary that you said. I will give you that respect, but the friendship isn't going to stop. Correct. That's not going to happen. Get out of here with that. And you're crazy if you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy if you think it is. Like, no. Like, he'll, you'll fuck me over before he will. No. <laughs> nah. Mm-mm. So, next after that, um, on what they were, she was mentioning was um, supporting Bitch. each other's. What? She tried to bite me for no fucking reason. Oh, this cat is crazy, I'm telling you. No, no, you saw how she was just up on me. Well, she said he did want some loving. No, she's she's gonna get, she's gonna be loving the fucking cold and on the curb. Like, she keeps fucking with me. I'm gonna kick this bitch out. So next on this, uh, on what healthy love looks like, supporting each other's self-expression. So allowing your partner to be themselves, freedom and exploration to be their best self. And then the last one is being uh, autonomous adults. So we are not each other's parents. We are capable of making our own decisions, setting our own boundaries and having mutual respect. So, and I agree with that because a big thing, like you mentioned earlier, Rico, is how uh, you were bringing up the dynamics of dating currently with the old traditions trying to mix it in with the current and you know old traditions it seemed like a lot of times um men wanted women to to take care of them like their mother or women wanted their men to provide for them like their father you know (laughs) so it's um understanding that i'm not your mama and you're not my daddy. We're just here trying to be together and do this thing together and being respectful to one another. Look, I got one mama and one daddy, and I don't listen to one of them. And even that's only a percentage of the time. You ain't going to tell me shit. <sighs> so, yeah, that was it. And then, like, we already talked about our love languages. So, I still think, and while we did take the test, overall, I want all the love languages because I'm greedy like that. And I need a little bit of all, but... That's why your ass can't find shit because you want everything. Definitely a pessimist. 
<laughs> but in my defense, I'm a pessimist because I used to be a romantic and I'm a damaged bitch now. I'm damaged. Fuck all y'all, okay? Thank you, love. I because I thought I was a hopeless romantic, but I'm getting so uh, about things. It's like then I come back out trying to trying to be hopeless or, or not like trying to be not hopeless, trying to be positive again. You don't need to be a hopeless romantic. You're not a hopeless romantic, Amanda. You're you are not. What? You don't need. You are at heart, but you should not be. Why? Because your ass is damaged like I am. You just I don't am realize. I am really damaged. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've done a lot of gluing and repair work to all those cracks on me, okay? Not glue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you used Elmer's, bitch. Get some Gorilla Glue. No, I use whatever. You don't know what glue I used. <laughs> oh gosh so I kind of wanted to go into the idea of what y'all think or believe since you know we're talking about love do you believe in soulmates and or twin flames yeah. I don't believe in no twin flame bullshit um, I do believe in soulmates and I do believe that your soulmate does not have to be a romantic thing. Like like I spoke about my best friend earlier, I truly believe he's probably like my soulmate. He says it to me too. Like we just, our connection is crazy. I don't think I'll ever find another one like that. Yeah. That's yeah. my soulmate and it's not a romantic one, but like, Yes. Yeah, I do believe in it, and of course, in a romantic sense. Now, the twin flame thing, I feel like that is similar to being soulmates, but it's a little bit more defined. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. I'm not gonna lie, I do think the twin flame thing, I do think it may exist, but I don't think it is as common as everyone's made it into in the last couple of years. Girl, look, yeah. people make yeah. everything common as soon as they hear about it. Yeah, because all of a sudden you special. It, You're it, one it, of the rare ones that are a twin flame. It turned into a trend. Uh, yes. A trend. People don't understand yeah. it. And because, uh, the way I feel about it, one, you know, because they say twin flames is one soul split into two different bodies. And that when you recognize each other, you mirror each other. You have parallel lives, whatever, whatever. But one thing I would tell you, ain't no motherfucking way it's a, it, you're having a toxic, crazy, abusive relationship and that's your twin flame. Because the twin flame yeah. is all about, and I still feel this, about healing yourself. Just like a soulmate. But if you're dealing with some toxic BS, that's a karmic partner. <laughs> See? A soul contract that you have with a person that you need to learn your lessons with and you keep repeating the cycle because you don't learn it. And sometimes, and I do believe it's true, the same fucking demon shows up in a different body. 
Oh, you know that because you already experienced it. Oh, God. <laughs> like, it's it's true. You're going to keep repeating the lessons until you get it. People don't understand that. But I do agree with you that soulmates is anybody. I mean, even your pets can be soulmates. My pet definitely ain't mine because I'm going to fuck this bitch up. Yeah, mine goes to me, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Look, Sarah, I know who your soulmate is. Who? Amanda. Oh, I, oh yeah. yeah. I've been telling her that. She tried to ignore it, but you know. No, it's true. She want, her, she want her to be one of these men, but it ain't. No, I don't think it's these, these men. These men. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I say that to you. They're, they're my men. I'm just <laughs> I ain't talking about all the men. I'm talking about these men, which is my men. <laughs> well, who was the common denominator amongst those men? Amanda Dawn. <laughs> so what you're saying is, I am the problem. <laughs> and I know this. I know this. <laughs> you and your bangs and your bun, the problem. I like your bangs. I actually like the bangs a lot. Actually, I'm not going to get on you bad. about the bangs. The bun was different. Huh? I haven't done my bangs in a long time. So doing it, like I did I, it the last episode, but I was like, I'm going to do it again. It's cute. No, I like your bangs. Just don't do those bangs from a few years ago ever again. What? <laughs> we ain't talking about all that. Anyways. Girl. Now, now. I mean, so, talking about my hair too. My shit. I, every time I get a, a Facebook memory that shows me a picture from like a year or two ago, I jump the fuck back. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I was walking around looking like that. You could tell I was on that stuff. So, what do y'all think about love spells? Since we're talking about spirituality, what do I think about love spells? And, and well, I don't know. shit, can I answer the question? <laughs> How, how does bitch go ask me a question? I start to answer it. She cut me off. The fuck? Damn. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shit. What do I think about love spells? Yes. According to every movie I watch, the shit never works. <laughs> if you really want to put a spell on a nigga, this is what you do. You make him a bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> when you're on your period... And you put some blood in the shit, he'll never leave you the fuck alone. That's, that's a love from Louisiana. Spell. That's a love uh, spell. That's a love But spell. that's one that works. You don't go tying no shit to shit and, and saying shit to spirits and all that. You just put a little blood in the spaghetti and he's yours forever. Oh, that's like a, that right there is like, that's blood magic. Well, uh, it's a love spell, ain't it? Yeah. That's the one I know works. I, I would highly not recommend anybody doing a love spell. Why, Sarah? Do you have experience in that? No, the fuck I don't. But I say <laughs> no. Nah, doing shit. I think Sarah put some witchery in that pot roast. <laughs> <laughs> that the only people that ate it was you, Amanda, and, and Erica. And, and I've been thinking about you ever since, bitch. Aww. <laughs> 
Like, it was supposed to be shape, but it was like nice. I'm confused. I don't know why y'all think everything I say is shame your man. <laughs> because we know you. I we know. That I have ruined people like that. Because <laughs> I have an effect on everybody. People think everything that comes out of my mouth is going to be mean, and it's not. I'm a good fucking person. You are. You are. Thank Here, you. Before, before we like wrap it up, because I know we're going over, but yeah. just real quick, love spells, okay? They're not worth it because if somebody don't love you, why are you trying to force them to love you? It will not work, and you are going to be the one who's crazy obsessed with somebody because mm -hmm. that's what happens. It reverses what you'll have it for a moment, but it will not last. And your ass is gonna be looking dumb and stupid. It, it it turns it around on the person originally trying to do it, actually. Um oh. you know, like how many times I've been like because obviously people that I've dated, they know that I practice, but they always assume that I'm they're like, no. Oh, are you gonna put a love spell on me? I'm like, No, 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 no. I don't even like you enough to do that. Don't nobody <laughs> wanna be doing that stuff. That is a hell no for me. Maybe I'm just that magical. Okay. Um, just like <laughs> that we watched. Well, I watched that you kind of paid attention to a little bit when I was there. Yeah. The crew. Well, did you what did you read the book yet? Not yet. Not yet. It's sitting here. You didn't watch the movie yet, did you? I, no, I didn't. I, I wasn't able to because I was working. Okay, so I won't spill it, but I will tell you that a lot of the events that happened in that movie was because of a love spell, and you will see how it all flips around on the bitch that started it. Oh. Yeah, and it always falls back on the person who started it, and they don't they don't want you even more. That's yeah. what I said. What's for you is for you. So don't be doing stuff you shouldn't be doing. Yep, don't be it's not something that isn't meant to be. Yep. So you think you had a love spell put on you, Amanda? With 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 the C? With the C? Um, yeah, probably. Cause look at him. He if he did put a spell on you, it definitely came back tenfold. Cause look at him now. <laughs> what? Oh my god! And on that note, we're gonna fucking wrap this shit up because we're hitting into one fifteen. So thank you for getting this far. If you did, it was actually pretty good. But make sure you like, comment, subscribe, send us some anonymous questions, whatever you like. We'll answer them because I'm not a, I'm not afraid. None of us are afraid. So give us some some feedback. Don't ask me shit. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Say bye. 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 Say bye. Like we can't do it on our own.